TikTok. Let's go. One, two, three. Tua takes that stage tonight and can say, I'm here now. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Tua's down. He got body slammed. He got thrown down. And they're coming out right now. Oh, boy. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's a tough moment for everybody. Today's guests. San Francisco 49ers tight end, George Kittle. Cleveland Browns wide receiver, Amari Cooper. Actor and Steelers fan, Joe Manganiello. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live from Los Angeles, California. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to have a conversation with us, whether you're watching on the Roku Channel 210 or listening to us on the Terrestrial Radio Network. Coast to Coast, the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, whether you're listening to Sirius XM Radio, Sirius Channel 218, XM Channel 202, Channel 992 for those trying to find us on the app, right? There you go. 992 people. 992 on the it's, app. It's, uh, it's, we're literally all over the map figuratively, but uh, we appreciate anybody who wants to find us. You can find us certainly on the Odyssey app, certainly where our podcast lives and the Cumulus Podcast Network where all podcasts are acquired all three hours of it. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for the full archive of our program. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you on this Rich, Friday? what's up, my man? DJ Mikey D is off. That means Jason Feller is here. Hey. Good to see you, Jay Felling. What's up, Rich? Good to see you. And TJ Jefferson, light the candle, oh. sir. Oh, light the candle. It's lit. It's okay. Friday. Let's uh, let's do this. And on this program, uh, three guests, George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers, Amari Cooper of the Cleveland Browns, and Joe Manganiello will join us in studio. The actor, diehard Steeler fan. It's fascinating. Joe Manganiello is here two days before his Steelers take on my Jets. George Kittle will call in uh, to the program shortly, one day before his Iowa Hawkeyes take on my Michigan Wolverines. I have no, I think, uh, uh, odds at all with Amari Cooper. I don't think. We could find something. Uh, I don't think so. No, I, I, we don't need it. It's just an interesting convergence of, of guests appearing on on days. I'm going to uh, find some beef right for you. Before weekend Mario where there's quick. beef. Let's yes, weekend before beef. <laughs> it's the beef weekend. Had no idea. What's beef? Had no idea. Uh, 844-204-Rich is the number dial on this show. Chris Brockman has What's More Likely all planned up, where he has all of these scenarios that could play out, one or the other, over the weekend. He will tell me what's more likely. I will do my best to predict, although I don't have a crystal ball. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also on this program, I'll run down uh, the rest of week number four, outside of that Monday nighter that's coming up, uh, between the 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams. T.J. Jefferson has his fantasy segment, and I do believe you settled on a name and a theme and a whole style for, well, your, for your segment. We'll see. It could be a week. What do you mean we'll week. see? It's going to happen. Well, it's going to happen today, <laughs> yes. and whether it carries over the next week. No, it's it, happening. It'll be, it'll be, I'll listen to what you, the people have to You say. cannot, no, 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 please. You cannot make the commitment that you're about to make on this program and then back off it. This is it. Your major play. This is happening. This is happening. Yeah. I can't wait for you to unveil it. I'm not going to give anything more away okay. other than the fact that you've got to tune in. You got to stay where you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have to stay where you are. Uh, yes, yeah, Sundays comes early on uh, on uh, Rich Eisen show. <laughs> uh, let's start with the Thursday night game, and let's start with Tua Tungo Vailoa. I don't think he should have played. Uh, I'm just going to come out and say it, and I know that you could say that's 2020 hindsight. Uh, I thought that whole business—I shouldn't say it, that whole business because that's infused. That's that's my New York upbringing. When you say that whole business, you're in, <laughs> you're inferring that the business that I'm about to unfold uh, really uh, was hanky. A, a lot of people 
saw Tua Tungo-Vailoa stumble around on the turf in Miami on Sunday and wonder how the hell did he come back in that game? Well, the Dolphins and Tua said afterwards it wasn't his head hitting the turf that caused him to stumble and then go into the locker room for evaluation. No, it was his lower back. Anybody who has back problems, and you know, Jason Feller, you're our yeah. resident back problem expert here. <laughs> Anybody who has back problems, I, I've had back problems where I, I just suddenly hit the floor. You can't get up. And uh, I haven't been thrown down uh, to the floor by uh, somebody much larger than me wearing pads. So. That was violent. And it was a terrible moment to see him stumble around like a punch-drunk fighter. And he came back in the game, and he looked terrific. And then after the game, he looked completely with it. And uh, as Kirk Herbstreet of the Amazon broadcast said last night in the third quarter, and as Ryan Fitzpatrick mentioned after the game, that they saw Tua this week and thought he was totally fine. And any medical concussion expert will tell you that, sure, looking in somebody's eyes and seeing potentially them not there, that is, in fact, something you look for. It is a symptom that the NFL and their independent neurologist that's at each game does take a look for when evaluating somebody on the spot for concussion. But in my days, and again, that's the issue, is everybody's an armchair doctor here trying to measure all of this from afar. Everybody who I've spoken to over the 20 years of me covering the NFL says somebody gets a concussion, you sometimes can see them recover pretty fit, pretty fast from it. But the problem is, is once you've been concussed, the next time becomes easier for you to get concussed and it becomes worse. So that's why it's important that, sure, even if you have been concussed and you do look fine and you do talk fine and you walk fine and you feel fine, you need to sit. Your brain has slammed against the side of your head. You got to sit. And Tua didn't sit. And he played. And we saw a horrible, horrible reaction to his head hitting the turf. Frightening doesn't uh, do it justice. I mean, his fingers, the way that they were, and I tweeted out, can any doctor tell me why his fingers are the way that they are? And I got a lot of, it's a fencing response, which is the response when somebody gets concussed, and I've, I've known this for years, your arms go up in the air. And, you know, throughout the years, it's been told to other players, hey, when you see your teammates' arms go up after they've hit the ground, don't grab and pull them up. Yeah. They're not asking for your help. That is... An involuntary reaction, your arms go up in the air when you've been concussed. You have a brain injury. So leave the, your guy on the ground until you say, you know, you, you can communicate. I've seen fencing responses. I've never seen fingers in the okay. way that we saw Tua's. No. I, I mean, that was frightening. Yeah. Big time. It was stomach turning. It was awful. He's carted off. He didn't give a thumbs up. You know, like, yeah, what the hell was that all about? Yeah. Really scary stuff. Uh, I, I, and then, thank goodness, the reports came in that 
that McDaniel spoke with him before he left, and then he goes to the hospital, and he's getting medical attention. His parents are there. Then you hear he's going home on the team playing. Uh, All right. After the game, here was Mike McDaniel, the head coach. And again, he, along with Tua, saying all week, not the head, it's the lower back. He's fine. So he was asked, you know, if he would play a player that was concussed. Obviously, you know what his answer would be. Um, And the setup to this is McDaniel adamant, adamant that he would not put a player in harm's way. This is what he had to say. I don't think that his an, an injury from last week um, uh, made hit, made him fall the same way this week, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do not have any, like absolutely zero patience for or will ever um, put a put a, posi- a player in a position to, um, for them to be in harm's way. That is like not. Um, what I'm about at all, and no outcome of a game would ever influence me being irresponsible as the head coach of the football team. Every single NFL game that is played, um, there's an independent specialist that specializes in the specialty of brain matter. So, um, yeah, um, for me, as long as I'm coaching here, um, if there's in, uh, you know, I'm not going to fudge that whole that whole situation if there's um any any sort of inclination that someone has a concussion they go into the concussion protocol and it's very strict without without um yeah if people don't vary or stray we, I, we don't mess with that never have and i as long as i'm the head coach that will never be um an issue that you guys have to worry about I love Mike McDaniel. I love him. And um, he did say at one point, however, in his uh, opening soliloquy that, thank goodness, it's just a concussion for Tua. And that when he said that, I, I, I cringed because a concussion can last a very long time. And again, if you have one, the next one's easier to get and it's worse to get through. But he was just basically saying... Lucky it's just a concussion and that that's not some sort of spinal injury that leaves him paralyzed. I think that's what he meant. I think so. And um, and he is right. There is a protocol. And I know the people in the NFL front office who are freaking out today and their hands are ringing. They're the ones who are saying we're putting those weird looking caps on the heads of linemen during training camp. Should we use those in games? I, I don't think so, because, again, this is a game, and we watch it. We all know this can happen on any snap, on any play. And it is possible that Tua had a lower back injury on Sunday, didn't have a head injury, and then just got awfully concussed last night. I I don't, from my two cents and from where I sit, I don't think that's what happened. And I think the league has to take a look at the protocol which is set up during the game to make sure that if somebody doesn't have it, he's quickly returned to play because they want to get him out there. Players want him out there. Coaches want him out there. Trainers are, are looked at saying, can my guy go? I mean, everything is geared towards getting the guy back on the field. 
And the thing I don't understand is if there was a, a, an evaluation and an investigation, the Players Association saying they're going to sue or what have you last night, I'm, I know I'm kind of paraphrasing, but if there was an investigation as to whether Tua was concussed and got put back on the field, how is he back on the field if that wasn't concluded by the time he's put back on the field? I know it's a short week. But maybe we needed, you know, what, a double secret protocol? I don't know, like an exit protocol plus, where if there is an investigation launched or necessary or deemed necessary to take a look at whether a player was concussed and is ready for his next game, that in a short week, it's too bad. Got guys not getting back on the field. doesn't matter how much he's smiling around the facility or clear-eyed or talking or walking or feeling well. That that player is not cleared until this independent study is completed and a report is placed on the commissioner's desk or whoever's in charge of this area of the of the business and, and give it to the players association too they didn't say anything before the game they shouldn't be out there best of my knowledge maybe that's what we need to do we need to take take a look at at way players are cleared during the game and it, it has vastly improved. How many times do you see in a game where your team's going to, trying to go fast, right? Quick snap, trying to go. Wait a minute, play's blown dead. Why? What's going on? Somebody called timeout? Is it a flag? No. Somebody upstairs is buzzed down. That safety's got to come out because he looked a little wobbly getting out of the pig pile. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. That did not happen when I first started with the NFL Network and started covering games. That did not happen. You know? So it's getting better. But I think we need to reevaluate how to evaluate somebody in a game. And we as fans need to reevaluate the way we look at it. If the guy can't return and you're like, crap, my backup looks awful, too bad. Got to rethink the way we watch the game too. Too bad. There's no such thing as just rubbing dirt on it anymore because what we saw last night was frightening. Holy crap. I think it was just a, so, co- a coincidence, Rich. But also, at the same time yesterday, concussion with Will Smith was playing, and it was I happened to turn it on right. Yeah. At, it was just like wow. Well, it's like, a different time, and again, that there there were a lot of dramatizations in that yeah, as yeah. well. And I've heard a, and then there are a lot of where not so much. It's a different era. There are different ways of looking at it from the league, and there has been a culture change to a degree. I've seen it, but something happened this week that feels off to a lot of fans. And then it was confirmed when you saw Tua look the way that he did on that turf last night, and it was frightening. Now then, the game. If you bought low on the Bengals, as our Monday guest Chris Long, two-time Super Bowl champion, suggested that you should do, when they were 0-2. But you saw last night, that's the team with an offensive line getting better coming out on an opening drive where Joe Mixon is pig-piling his way into the end zone and Burrow is standing back there, nice clean pocket. That's what you're looking for. And then the rest of the game sacked only once. That's what you're looking for. Maybe a better yards per carry from Mixon, sure. Maybe a little bit more 
from Jamar Chase in the air, maybe, sure. Yeah, Chase was kind of quiet until that last 40-yard catch. But it was a Higgins night last night. Yeah. It's a Boyd, Boyd Day Sunday. I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see a diverse group of receivers. And Hayden Hurst, everybody. How about that at the tight end position? And defensively, they got up. Obviously, they got after the Dolphins. So, in this marathon, not a sprint. The Bengals are back to 500. Their 0-2 start has been evened out. Their next game is against the Ravens, who are taking on the Bills at home this weekend. And as you know, in that Sunday night game, I am sure NBC will have dialed up that 500-yard game he put on Baltimore last December. And I'm sure Baltimore feels the taste of that on the heels of what I'm assuming the Bills are about to dispense. (laughs) A whooping? And I don't know about that. I know you don't know about that. Let's see, but let's just posit, if you don't mind, a Bills victory there. And the Ravens are 2-2. Two and two. Let's just say Cleveland goes into Atlanta, and Atlanta, even though Cordero Patterson might be out, we don't know about Miles Garrett. Let's just chalk this up. Let's just do it. Okay? And even if the Steelers come up with their with the win at Acrisure against my Jets, Is it possible you got a four-way tie, two and two, at the end of this weekend, and the Bengals are flat in this mix? That's possible. And even if they are two and two and somebody's three and one, let's say that person is Baltimore. Let's say that team is Baltimore three and one. They can go ahead and get past them next week by the end of week five. Everything's fine in the hood of the defending AFC champs. And in terms of the Dolphins, Hey, that defense can get after. How about Melvin Ingram, what he's been doing so far this year? It seems like the Pittsburgh hostage has become a Miami volunteer, huh? Okay, and he has been volunteering, and that defense can get after people. So just stay the course defensively, and, you know, Tua will, it seems, come back (laughs) because he was seen – you know, he was, came home from the hospital. I would hope that he sits out the next game. Give him yeah. a give him a ten day head clearer for crying out loud, because Teddy Bridgewater can sling it. Yeah, Teddy H two O is in a position where okay, you know, they these could. receivers are getting open, and he can find them. And Raheem Mostert's beginning to run the ball. The Dolphins are just fine, and they should just let Tua sit. For my two cents, they take on the Jets at the Jets next week. Home for Minnesota, then a Sunday nighter against Pittsburgh at Detroit, at Chicago, home for Cleveland. Miami could go on a nice little run here. Look at the long term. Get Tua's marbles back if it is something that can happen. I mean, what if he's out to the bye week? Then fine. Then get what Teddy Bridgewater's there for, man. He looked pretty good. Yes, of course. The last pick now with this, he could he could absolutely yeah. win football games from that position. Certainly, if Cooper Rush is doing it down in Dallas with this offense, with those receivers getting clear of their defenders the way that they do, give two of the time, man. I think it would be inexcusable to not have him sit out the next. <laughs> game. I mean, but like, then again, that again that is the public perception. I need to get some. I want to see this report best that I can. See this report. 
and it does not violate whatever privacies would get violated. I need to see how this works, how somebody said Sunday yes, and how they're like, we're going to investigate it, but he could still play in the meantime. I think for for a lot of people who are horrified watching last night, that is a, a necessity. What do you think? 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I'll ask George Kittle what he thought watching this last night. Amari Cooper in hour number two. What's more likely in hour number two? You cannot tamper with Amari Cooper when he calls TJ. <laughs> All right, you may not. He's do not that. coming back to your team. It's well, over. I mean, he's not walking through that, that Metroplex fact. door. At least not this I year. I don't know that. And then <laughs> Joe Manganiello in hour number three. I love that man. I don't know if he's bringing his hairless Chihuahua, and that is not a metaphor for anything. I mean, <laughs> talking about his dog Bubbles, who almost bit you last he's, time. Not almost. Took oh. a little nip. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have gotten in the area. I bro. shouldn't have gotten in his area. Fault. That's true. He's got he's got the catch radius. <laughs> that little dog. Rich, I got Mac Jones news. I okay, mean, I don't know much longer the, I can sit on this. Let's do that when we come oh back. Oh, my God. Let's do that when we come back. Let's do that when we come back because he's telling people he wants to play, and I want to hear what you got to say uh, because that's a big game for, this, oh uh, for, for, uh, for New England. Whew. All right, we'll take a break. We'll hear that news. We'll hear from George Kittle. How about them apples? Let's do it. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number the dial. Find the latest and greatest audio entertainment on Audible. It's got everything you want to hear, including this show. Yeah, the Rich Eisen Show podcast is available there with all podcasts, all kinds of audio books, exclusive originals, talking comedy, sports stories, deep dives with athletes and entertainers, business, anything else that you're into. With Audible, you get access to thousands of included titles with more added 
every week. Listen on the road, at the gym, or anywhere you want to fuel up your imagination. Join and get 30 days free at the home of storytelling, audible.com. Now, uh, while we're on the subject of storytelling, Chris Brockman's been spinning a yarn all week. Um, and, and if there was a headline to his story, it would be, please, no more Hoyer. For the love Is that a kid's of, book? For the love of God. <laughs> so you sound like Gio the podcaster during the combine where he told Howie Roseman, for the love of God, linebackers, for the love Howie. love of God, no Brian Hoyer. For the love of God, Howie listened to him. Um, you think Bill's going to listen to me? So what's going on in New England? Hey, guys. Patriots practice this morning. Is Mac Jones out there? Mac Jones is out there. Come on. He is here. Now, I saw a high ankle sprain once on a Thursday night suffered by Big Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and everybody thought, that's a wrap. He's out for the night. And Marshall Falk goes, I don't know, with Big Ben. I think he's going to try and come back. We're like, yeah, right. Taped it up, went back out there. Played on a high ankle sprain. All right, I'm zooming in on a Mike Reese photo. Yes. Oh, God. Heavily uh, heavily wrapped feet. He's not going. He's out there. What do you think? Do you think, is this is this for the benefit of Green Bay? Yeah, sure. Of what? Hey, just, you got to prepare. Now, I just don't, how does that work? How does that work? Like, you're going to, like, you're, you're going to, you're going to, I never understood this. Hey, keep them guessing. Like, you can't prepare for Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer at the same time? That's too much manpower. Too much manpower. (laughs) You're overloading the system in Green Bay. (laughs) Overloading the system. Like, Matt LaFleur cannot handle with the rest of his staff the ability to prepare for Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer. Keep them guessing. Here's the deal. Like the game plan, he's got to be different for both. Mac never got out from behind the quarterback netting and barely moved at all when he was back there. Both ankles heavily taped, according to Mike Giardi. Viewing portion of practice now over. Get out of here. So that's just for the benefit. Of the media. In in Green Bay. Run, tell that, says Bill Belichick. There goes nuts. Hey, everybody, look at this. There we go. As if, again, like Matt LaFleur and the Packers cannot have the capacity to get ready for both. Joe Barry, right? He's running the defense in uh, in Green Bay. In Green Bay, he doesn't. Does he have a Hoyer book, <laughs> right? And a Mac Jones book. Here's the deal: Joe. that are two different books. Joe, just some insight, maybe some. Oh, you know, don't give don't whatever. give the opposition insight. It's totally fine. He probably knows this. He's smart. He's a, he's a, he's a 52 year old man, Rich. Um, With a lot of S going on. Whatever <laughs> uh, game plan you were going to use for Mac Jones, yes. will work ten times better against Brian <laughs> Hoyer. Okay. What about Bailey Zappi? Is Even, there a Zappi book? There's well, I no mean, book look, on there's no book on Zappi. No one's seen him play. There's no book on Zappi. <laughs> How's there no book on Zappi? The book of Zappi? <laughs> the book of Zappi. There's no Zappi book. <laughs> the book on Zappi. The book, Write it down. The, the book on Zappi. That's either, a fantasy either way, name. The I'm book starting, on Zappi. I'm starting Green Bay defense in fantasy this week. The book on Zappi. You know what you should do? You should write down the dates that we say these things because it will help us with context. 11 months from now when we throw right. them in Paul yeah, Rudd's direction for I, the 2023 way, Rich Eisen Show fantasy I, I team. I can do that. That's a really simple uh, yeah, it's a good Actually, fix. I, I, it's a good I, fix. I have been doing that. Oh, good. Four, four, yeah. four characters. Okay, very good. good. TJ's already ahead of it. All right. Um, let's get to our next guest. He's patiently waiting. 
He will be taking on the Los Angeles Rams in Monday Night Football. He's a big friend of the program, and uh, there's a big game tomorrow. It's a big game tomorrow. Let's talk about it on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line with one of our favorites from the San Francisco 49ers, George Kittle. How you doing, George? I'm wonderful. Wonderful to hear that. Uh, look, this may be an wonderful. odd way. To, this may be an odd way to start our conversation when you're playing on Monday night. Uh, but yep. what what do you what are you doing tomorrow, George? What are you doing Saturday, George? What are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, what are you up to? You no, know, anything? I'm probably gonna I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this. There's this one game going on. What is it? What's that I, game, George? What's the game? It's uh, Iowa. I think Michigan goes to Iowa. Yeah. Is that what it is? The Wolverines <laughs> come to Iowa City, Iowa. What a day for us to talk, don't you think? Today being that day, I think you had this planned. I think that <laughs> you're number you're number five. Oh, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm big and mighty. I'm cocky. I'm Rich Eisen. Let's bring George on and talk some smoke. Oh, man. Why would I talk smoke? We played each other in the Big Ten championship game last year. I was a stout Big Ten program. Think crazy things happen when Michigan goes to Iowa. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a nervous I'm a nervous guy about Saturday. You, you, should, you should be rich. Mm-hmm. You should be because I think, uh, you know, it was one of my favorite things. It was my senior year. Yes. I think Michigan was number three. Mm-hmm. And came in a Kinnick, and that didn't go very well for him. <laughs> the, the, the one and the only C.J. Beathard just decided to be a Wolverine killer that night. They're all Wolverine killers in Iowa, all of them. Going back to Chuck you know, Long, George, going way back to even before all that. Come on now. It's really funny. Like the last two times Harbaugh's been in the building, he lost as a player and then also lost as a coach. You know, this is not information I'm looking for, to be honest with you. I'm not I'm not here to hear, hear you turn yourself into some research nugget guy, you know? I'm That's just... not research. That's just common knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, are I have you, no idea what's going to happen there, Rich. Are you gonna, do you watch it? Are you going to be locked in, like wake up, a little morning coffee, something like that? Is that uh, what happens tomorrow, George? That's what's going to happen with me. Um, I'll, I'll definitely be giving, I'll be giving it a gander. Okay. I will be. Okay. We won't be at the hotel yet. You know, we're playing on Monday, so we'll be at the yes. hotel on Sunday night. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll have the time. So you know, you have my number. You can text me. You can talk your smack if you want to. But I'm looking forward to it. Kinnick at night's just a special place. You know, that pink locker room, man. Yeah. People play a little different. That is true, right? That is true, right? The the opposing locker room is pink, right? That happens. That's definitely happening. Very, I know that. It's a very nice size, but it is pink. Mm-hmm. George Kittle here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let's get down to brass tacks with you. What does Rams Week mean? In your world, is, is it different? Is it different? Uh, it definitely is. You know, there's there's certain players on the Rams you have to account for in every single play. You know, Aaron Donald, pretty pretty decent football player. Yes, um, pretty consistent. Yeah, but um, you know, a little bit of extra focus. You know, this is a pretty awesome rivalry, especially in the years that I've been here. Um, you know, after last year, I know we won six. They won the one that really matters and. Uh, definitely, it's going to be a fun one uh, this year. You know, Monday Night Football, big stage, Levi Stadium. Fans are hungry. Players are hungry. It's going to be a good one. And it's just crazy how uh, life works, certainly in the NFL, George, that Jimmy G is your starting quarterback again. Did you ever think that would be possible, you know, again, George? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> not really. No, I right? did not. No, I was like, I think we kind of talked about it, I think, this summer, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, you know, what well, I was like, whatever happens, happens. You know, it is what it is. It was fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's the NFL. Stuff happens. You move on. 
But um, yeah, no, I don't. I would not have. If I was a betting man, I would not have bet on that scenario. So how is Jimmy G back in the the saddle now? Obviously, he got one game. Everyone's talking about you know him stepping out of bounds in the end zone. But there was a heck of a first half before the second half uh, began to go uh, in Denver's direction. What's your sense of Jimmy G's? you know, mindset coming into these games now that he is back in the saddle after everything that happened, George? Hmm. You know, I think it's about the same that it has been, you know, ever since I've, ever since I played with him. Uh-huh. Um, confident, uh, looking forward to it, excited about the game plan, gets the guys going. Um, you know, I'm, nothing that we're worried about. I think he's a, he's a hell of a quarterback that's going to help us win football games. And so he has this energy around him that, you know, just kind of makes you play at a higher level and, we're just looking forward to having that. Okay. All right. How, how often have you chipped Aaron Donald, George? How, how often does that happen in your career? I think, I think I've blocked Aaron like, I don't know, four times in 12 attempts or 10 attempts. <laughs> what do you mean? So, so I mean, out of, 10, out of 10 games that we played, I think I've put hands in Aaron Donald maybe four times. <laughs> how He's is usually it? in the interior, which is useful. Exactly. <laughs> Whenever, useful whenever for, I see him on the edge, I'm like, Aaron, come on, man. Go back inside. It's just about to say. So, but sometimes he will wind up there, right? And and you're and you're yeah. you're required to put hands on him. How is that how does that go for you? How has that gone for you, George? How's that happen? It's gone it's it's gone pretty well for me, I'm not gonna lie. It's and it hasn't been like um you know, I, it's not one I would say, Oh, I've dominated that. But, you know, it didn't go bad for me because I've seen it go bad for a lot of people. And you can kind of check the tape. It kind of goes bad for everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. I have not had one of those instances yet. So I'm going to keep that streak going. You're going to keep it going. All right. And then what other challenges are presented? I got Bobby Wagner, another guy you're used to seeing uh, two times a year. But um, he's no longer in Seattle. He's sitting right there. What challenges? Walk yeah. me through the challenge department here going into this well, game you for know, you. They've got an absolutely phenomenal, like one of the best in the world at Aaron Donald. They have a uh, probably Hall of Fame linebacker in Bobby Wagner and a fantastic corner uh, in Jalen Ramsey. So they've guys at each level, um, guys that bring different things to the table, but they all bring an intensity and a confidence that you need to have in the NFL, especially on defense. And so uh, when you have guys like that out there, you have to account for them. You have to you know deal with them on every single play. And Bobby really brings this intelligence to him. Um, I, he kind of knows every single play. He's played us. He's played our offense. And now while he's in a new system, I mean, he knows what he's going to get from us. And it's going to be a, just going to be a dogfight out there, honestly. That's, that's what these games always come down to. It's a lot of rushing attempts, a lot of physicality, and uh, so you can hold on to the ball the longest. I love it. I do love it when you guys play each other. Uh, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you do. Uh, honestly, it is, it's, I just know what the game's going to be like, and I know how intense it is. Now I know the history. Uh, I I just know all of it, and I'm wondering if it's you feel the same way, George. Do you? I do. I do. I, you, like I said, you know what you're going to get. This. I mean, it's been the exact same. I mean, other than I think my first two, my first two years, I think they got us pretty good. But every game since then has been a complete dogfight. Every you scrap every single play. You take a play off. It could be the play that changes the game. Your intensity has to be there every single snap. I mean, it's you have to have intent and intensity. Is that? Can I say that? Yeah, please. That, that seems right. That seems right. Intent and intensity, is, and uh, a little bit of a little bit of reckless abandonment once in a while. Is that a Ferentz line from back in the day? Did you pick that up from Kirk? Is, is that a Ferentz deal? I picked, up, just I picked up a lot of things from Kirk, and I think the number one thing was 
you can't play football out of bounds. That was one of my favorite rules that he gave me. You can't play football where? Out of bounds? Out of, yeah, got to play in between the lines, man. Meaning what? Just, you know, don't do anything stupid? Don't hit anybody? What, what does that mean, play out of it? What no, it was, more, it was more of a, like, there's, there's a truth in life. There's one thing that's undefeated, and you can't play football out of bounds, which is technically true. It's very hard to. <laughs> It's like don't play Not baseball bad, right? in foul territory, you know. I guess I, yeah. you know, I don't know, but yeah. okay, basically the same thing. Hey, whatever works for him. A little nugget for you. Okay, I, I appreciate the nugget. Uh, how did tight end university work out for you this time around? Ooh, the it was wonderful. Went? Okay, I think we had uh, eight. We had eighty-five tight ends. It's a great number. Okay. Great number. Yes, but uh, yeah, we had eight. We had eighty-five tight ends showed up to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, it was awesome. We had Dallas Clark, uh, former Colts legend, former Hawkeye, came down and. Uh, was wonderful for us. Um, learned a lot from him just about his intent while he played and his love and passion for the game. And listening to Travis and uh, Greg Olson talk was awesome too. Um, but just you know, really being with those guys and it was fun too because there was a there's a large group of guys who weren't there last year who got a this was their first year and um, it was just fun to meet all of them and be able to talk with them you know off the field or not on a training field and just kind of it's fun to have guys like loosen up a little bit and just you got to get to know the real side of them george i know you got to run but i I mean you're you're one of my favorite players in in to talk to in the sport and you're 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 a deep uh, you know seriously you you're you're a passionate guy deeply passionate guy and i i want to know when you saw last night uh with Tua on the turf what was going through your mind and what do you think is what are you guys talking about it in the locker room today anything going on when you have a conversation at all um you know it just Football is just, it's a violent sport and things happen. Um, you know, it just, it really, that's like the last thing I ever want to see is someone on the ground doing, you know, uh, especially after getting hit in the head. Right. Um, it's just, it's brutal to watch, but it's just a reality of the sport that we play. And it's the chance that you take every time you, you know, go in between the lines. And um, it really sucks. And I don't know what the protocols are, or, you know, especially with all the clips circulating of what, you know, happened last week with two and then he plays four days later. Um, you know, it seems like a lot to me, and uh, but you know, as a player, you're going to do everything you can to be out on the football field because you, know, you only get so many opportunities to do it. And it's, sometimes you need help protecting yourself from yourself. And I don't know what that situation was. I haven't talked to anybody in their building. Right. It's just a, it's a tough situation, especially with all the cameras and all the eyes on concussion protocols now. So now I'm interested to see what um, the NFLPA finds or what the NFL does. But just it's tough ball and i just really feel bad for Tua. and i'm excited for him though that you know he flew back with the team on the plane so that's hopefully good news and um you know hopefully this will not be something that lingers or he can move on from it fairly quickly but i hope they uh, make sure they take care of him me too george you're the best uh i would say uh have a good time watching the game tomorrow but i don't mean it um yes, you do. well i do you're a closet you- hawkeye fan <laughs> I don't know where that closet is, uh, but I, 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 I do believe it will be a tough one. It always will be. And uh, um, look for my text. Look for my text we'll tomorrow. Do. You're the best, See George. You. I really appreciate the time. Tough, big week for you. you. Thanks again, brother. At GKittle46 on Twitter, at GKittle on Instagram. Mm. George Kittle right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> you can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or just by asking Alexa a simple question or uh, statement. Uh, hey, open uh, Westwood One Sports. You don't have to use the hey. Just say open Westwood One Sports. Sponsored by AutoZone. Was that dramatic enough? Yeah.
Get in zone. Auto zone. Hey, George saying what I thought he would say. It's a tough sport. But uh, I, I do believe players need to be protected from themselves. These guys want to play, and trainers want them out there, and coaches want them out there. And I, 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 I'm not saying that they're purposefully looking the other way. I'm, I'm wondering if the manner in which they're cleared to go back needs to be um, slowed down a little bit. I just want to know more. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the show. Your phone calls. When we come back right here on the program before hour number two kicks off with Amari Cooper of the two and one Cleveland Browns. Hey now. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We have a couple of phone lines open now if you want to get in while the getting's good. Back on the Roku channel and more in a moment. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Navy Federal Credit Union. When you become a member, life gets better because the one thing that keeps getting better and keeps getting better is buying a car with them. If you want, Navy Federal has created a fully loaded car buying experience. You can finance, buy, and protect, and enjoy your auto purchase all from one convenient spot. The auto loan rates are great, too, and your pre-approval lasts for three months, 90 days, so you can know what you can afford while you take your time shopping. You can shop for new and used cars. Navy Federal's car buying service is powered by True Car there. You can get exclusive member savings with Carfax, Sirius XM, and more. And the best part, because they're Navy Federal, always available. 24-7 member service representatives are there to answer any of your questions. So learn more at NavyFederal.org slash car buying. Don't forget that. Car buying. That's NavyFederal.org slash car buying. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Navy Federal Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Let's go to Bruce in Austin, Texas. You're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Rich. Uh, I wasn't able to see the game last night, so I just happened a little while ago to try to find the videos on YouTube, and I was shocked, and I wanted your input on that. I was shocked to see a message uh, on YouTube on just about all the NFL videos where it said video unavailable and the NFL had pulled them. Is that common? Does the NFL do that all the time? Where I don't know. Something that, I don't that know. I, is, I honestly uh, don't know. And, you know, and, and, and obviously um, many nefarious, um, I guess, theories or nefarious concepts are applied to the NFL because they think they're trying to hide something. And or well, you try know, and, even, I'm sorry, Rich, but even Joe Burrow's post-game uh, remarks 
were pulled from YouTube. I don't know why. No, that, that I don't know. I, 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 I do know. I, I, I don't know. I, I do know that. I, I was able to see it on, uh, I, I was able to see the video through other sources other than YouTube. And I have a daughter who has seizure disorder, and I have seen that action several times. It's that, terrible. Uh, and and, and display. Exactly. And, and thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Again, uh, maybe people think the NFL want to sweep it under the rug. And and look, the, the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, where, where, where he went and his parents were, do you think that they're, they, they have any sort of desire to be lenient so he can go fly home with the team and make it look like he's not that hurt? Do you think the parents would be cool with that? Right. J.J. Watt tweeted out. Did you see what he tweeted out? Stop showing the replays, please. I thought the same thing immediately. Yeah. There was no need to see it over and It's over what and he over was again. saying. So maybe that's the reason why it wasn't on YouTube. I don't know. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. So Mac Jones is out there in New England on a practice field, maybe as a little rope-a-dope, as if, again, the Green Bay Packers do not have the capacity <laughs> to prepare for Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer at the same time. It's some old-school gamesmanship, maybe, or maybe he's getting ready to play because it was, as Bill Belichick mentioned earlier in the week, a day-by-day situation. Said it no fewer than 12 times, right? Two That's days right. ago? That's right. That caused us to have an, a new clubhouse leader that T.J. Jefferson thinks will never get knocked out in our new segment that we debuted over the summer and we'd really love. Day by day. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, let's see if today's press conference moment. I hope I'm wrong. That but... does apparently involve the members of the media asking for more meat on the bones as to what day by day means. <laughs> Just tell us, Bill. That's today's Bill <laughs> Belichick press doctor. conference moment. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. <laughs> called it the other day sort of a day-by-day day day situation. Is that the word I used? <laughs> I can't remember exactly how I described it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Did I break a record on that? Or? Is that what it was? Nice. All right. I wasn't trying to do that. Just when you ask the same question, I'll give the same answer. And it just, you know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> New clubhouse leader? No, 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 no not man. better than the original. It's, a, it's just one of those sequels that pretty you good. hope is as good as the original, and it just doesn't live up. That's a pretty good sequel. But it's a great no. sequel. It's a great sequel. Great sequel. Great sequel. It's not. It's, it's not Caddyshack Two. Let's put it that way. That's true. It's better than Caddyshack <laughs> far Two. Better. Right, far better. Right, right, Worse right. than Godfather Part Two. Well, everything is though, so we can't even use that. That's as, true. You know. That's true. Dark Knight ish, maybe. Uh, I'm just saying. Also, did I really? Hey, oh, hey. look, you <laughs> asked trying the to same questions. <laughs> I'm going to give you the same answer. <laughs> uh, it wasn't exactly the same question because there was a moment where, like, you know, I'm not a medical expert. Like and they're like, well, what do the medical experts say? <laughs> and he smiled and said, day by day. Someone has to answer, ask the follow up question Was Coach. Coach, were you listening to the Godspell soundtrack? One of the most famous songs in the history of 70s Broadway musicals. 
day by day. Rich. Yeah, I don't know what that is. You have Bill's number. Let's FaceTime Bill right now. Yeah, I mean, you do, Rich. You act like you don't know the man. FaceTime Bill. Bill, Bill hey, hey, where are you? We haven't texted in a while. Yeah, hey, what's hey. up? Were you listening to Godspell? Are you busy? <laughs> What's your favorite musical? What is your favorite <laughs> 70s musical? Why don't you just try can you, it? Can you work in a Fiddler on the Roof reference just for me? Rich, try the it FaceTime. It is the high holidays. And if he picks up, just say it was an accident. Yeah, yeah. oh, hey, but pocket dial. Sorry, Bill. Just to see what would happen. Pocket like, if he would pick up. That's totally my bad. Then you can hang up real quick. Yeah, oops. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think he's the wrong guy to say that you texted the wrong person. Oh, wow. Hey. Hour two coming up. <laughs> He's laughing today. He's cracking yeah, jokes. He seems like he's, he seems in, a like he's in a good mood. Give me your phone. I'll do it. Yeah. If you want to just text me Bill's number. <laughs> uh, Bill seems to be enjoying himself, right? Today he did, yeah. He I seemed, just, to know, I he seemed put off yesterday. I know, nothing, I don't know, nothing makes me smile more than Belichick smiling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it's day, uh, contagious. Day by day. Day by day. It is really contagious. I just love Bill. I just want him to retire. <laughs> Look at that smile. Why do you want him to retire? Are you out of your mind? I mean, Are I wa- you out well, of your mind? Can I see check- something, Chris? Are, Are you, you going to bring in that would be a better coach than him? Come let's, on. Let's check back in on Who Monday. Who are you going to get? Well, Sean let's- Payton's available. He'll be a coach Is he better than somewhere. Bill Belichick? Come on. No. Come on. Better at offense. Bro, you got the GOAT, kid. Get out Stop of here. It. Better at offense. Dude. But Nobody's defense wins better. championships. Not anymore. <laughs> this guy. He he's doesn't got, trust Bill anymore. He's got the greatest of all time Please. and wants him to walk away. Absurd. Absurd. Let's just he put a pin in this. The, let's was put the greatest of all let's time. Let's just say I will hope that, he that we are the on the air still doing this show when Belichick finally does retire and you have a new coach. Yeah. Let's put a pin in this. You think he's mad now? Oh, my gosh. Wait till one of these other jabroni stuff. Every coaching. single time Clay Holmes comes in, it ain't Mariano walking oh, through gosh. the door. <laughs> we All can right? get Sean Payton next year. No, you can't. I don't think you can. If Bill retires. Don't be ridiculous. Are you nuts? Amari Cooper coming up an hour or two from the Sean's Cleveland Browns, not the Cowboys. Estate.